0: I don't know, but I've been told People on the hill got so much soul It's awesome, it's awesome,
1: it's awesome, dude This is Erica Heilman. Here's our show, number five, your recordings about the pandemic.
0: It's awesome, it's awesome, it's awesome, dude
2: It's Sunday 5th of April and it's 7.30 by now and like the last couple of weeks have been pretty difficult because my dad got admitted to the hospital five, almost five days ago now and he's been in a very critical condition since then and we're not allowed to go see him And we're also not allowed to go see my mom, who also got infected by the virus because of him. And she's home quarantining right now by herself and also getting sicker every day. People around here still don't seem to realize how bad the situation is right now. And I think that's heartbreaking, especially for people who are experiencing their families being torn apart because of this disease. If we aren't able to see it right away, like when you're outside, you can't see the virus because the people that are ill are inside. So it's really surreal.
3: Copenhagen, Denmark, March 28th, 2020. Shops are closed, offices are closed, public institutions are closed, supermarkets are open. But um, the city is not quiet, just uh, different sounds. Different sounds appear like this bush I walked past yesterday.
0: 40 in the morning. I was woken up a couple of times last night by my roommate who I think is becoming nocturnal in this new age, his work hours have been cut, or maybe it's just his social life that has been cut, but he ends up with a lot of free time, and I think in his free time that's been so unstructured, he's become nocturnal. Last night he started doing dishes around one thirty in the morning. I have also learned over the course of the last few weeks just how many instruments he knows how to play. Uh, I did not know that he played the banjo. And he does, which is cool because I like the banjo. Uh, he also plays the saxophone. Uh, last night I woke up at five in the morning to him playing the recorder, which isn't my favorite instrument. And I know it was him because my other roommate said, did you know he plays the recorder? Oh, <sighs> I can't wait for this to be over. Wait, explain that again. See, I can only go right here. And there's not and enough room. She won't let me sit right there. Why don't, Helen, why don't you move forward? Hey Lucia, we gotta work together, okay? Just hop in Vera. She'll get over it. No, but I want to be in the back. Can <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, just pick it up? So going to walk, no wagon at all? It's boring. It's kind of your only chance to leave the property today. Mama, mama.
4: I have a confession I'd like to make. It's a cowardly confession because I'm only making it now that I can be sure that there were no consequences to what I did. My best friends in Paris, uh, Sam and Sophie, play traditional Irish music like I do. And whenever I'm there, they take turns. One of them will stay home and watch their kids and the other one will go out to pub sessions with me. And on Saturday, the 14th of March, it was Sam's turn to go out with me. And then I got a text from another friend in Paris saying, hey, did you guys hear that all bars and restaurants have to close by midnight? The prime minister had made a speech declaring that as of midnight, that Saturday night all bars and restaurants and other non-essential commerces would be closed until further notice. I kept getting dressed and grabbed my concertina and went out and the atmosphere was really strange. All the bars were overflowing. It was like it was the last Saturday night in the world and everybody was just going nuts. I knew by then that what we were doing was selfish and risky At the same time, I was really worried that it was going to be the last time that I would be able to meet up with a friend. It just seemed like something was coming to an end. We played fast and hard and The owner of the bar came down the stairs and sat with us right before midnight. And I thought he'd come down to tell us to stop exactly at midnight because he was afraid of cops coming by. But when we stopped and acted like we were gonna pack things up, he's like, no, no, keep playing, I need you guys, just please keep playing. And so we kept playing and he was weeping.
0: Over here. <laughs> you lay your head, close your eyes,
3: and you think that you're in a beautiful world. You can pick whichever color you want it to be. What color do you want it to be?
4: Mm, blue.
3: Blue. I'm recording this from. Berlin.
0: No, 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 green.
3: Where to begin.
0: I want mine to be purple. I
3: haven't been Mm. doing so well in this quarantine.
0: What you do with your rose?
3: It was supposed to be my first spring, as I come from a tropical country. I was really excited about it after having passed a miserable winter put a potion in you to make you small before the lockdown uh i got really excited when when i saw the tiniest flower the tiniest speck of green it made my heart race in a way that it was like something primal don't mess it up and since the lockdown i've been thinking that i'm missing spring don't mess up your beautiful flower and about a month before all of this started I got a tiny in tiny, a tiny ficus plant and tender, I spent all this time in pain in about pain. the spring missing it and then the plant I had in my room so was growing was, I had a little bit of spring in my room and I had neglected it.
0: Love the nature.
3: So right now I'm forcing and myself to look at my plant every day. I'm taking a picture of it every day to see how it grows. The light is sparkling on your on your flower. Everyone can see it. Everybody in the world can see your beautiful green rose i should finish up with with some uplifting message i guess <laughs> but i don't have any
4: think i'm going to try to make some bread tomorrow
0: that's a good plan What is that? It's my um, robot arm coming at you, giving you the affection. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: Tuesday, the 7th of April. Two nights ago, My mom got a call from the hospital, and she called me afterwards um, saying that they thought he wouldn't last till morning. And then I had to call my brothers to tell them the news because my mom was just so heartbroken and it was the hardest night of my life. We were just waiting for a call that would say that he died and somewhere in the night the doctor called and he said he's refusing to give up on him because he's so young, he's 56 years old. He had to fight for him so they decided to move him to a better hospital. They have better breathing equipment and they have a hard lung machine and um, so we got a call from the hospital that he arrived at the hospital and they were doing tests and they found out that of course he had COVID-19 and a very severe pneumonia but next to that he also has pulmonary Emboli- embolism, but they said that they might be able to save him, so they're going to try and make him better.
0: I'm wondering, round and round, nowhere to go. I'm lonely, long, london, london, this lovely soul. I cross the streets without fear, everybody keeps their way clear,
3: I know I know
1: In the show, you heard Thomas singing in El Cerrito, California, Niels in Copenhagen, you heard Rachel in Olympia, Washington, also Rob Smith and his kids from Olympia, Washington, Luisa in Brittany, France, another meditation from Callie in Florida, Tomas in Berlin, Molly's Bells in Las Cruces, New Mexico. You heard Ada and Matthew in Marfa, Texas, Esther in the Netherlands, and this is Carlos in Bethesda. The associate producer for this series is Samantha Brown at Transom. Transom is my partner on this project. I hope that you will keep sending your stories from wherever you are. I'm listening to all of them. Every day the news of this pandemic changes, and it strikes me that in order to tell this story, we need to hear from people who are on the front lines of this thing in one capacity or another. Uh, People like Esther who have family members who are sick, uh, or they're separated from people who are sick themselves, people who are working in health care, and also people who are really struggling to pay bills right now, people who are not um, doing okay in quarantine. But it's not worth doing if it's not useful to everybody, including the people making the recordings. So if you know people who are struggling or who are working on the front lines of this thing, and you think that they'd be interested in sending in their stories, that's great. Um, We would really like to hear from them. So spread the word if you're comfortable doing that. Um, My email is rumblestripourshow at gmail.com. Thank you all for sending in your recordings. Please keep them coming. And Esther, I'll be thinking about you until you have a minute to send in another message about how your dad's doing. Thanks a lot for listening. I'll be back soon with another show.